Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another episode of the Fightful NXT Post Show, formerly called Sour Graps, but I can't call it Sour Graps anymore because it's too damn sweet. NXT is back, baby! Ah, it's so great. Uh, Before we get too far into this thing, if you guys are here, please leave us a thumbs up, a like. Drop a like, smash that like button, drop a like on it, drop it like it's hot. I'm very old, I'm very chuggy. Beth Phoenix used that word today, chuggy. So I found out I'm I'm too old to be a millennial. I remember this thing going around like, yeah, what's a millennial, whatever. Geriatric millennials are from 1980 to 85. And I was born in 79. I'm so old. But NXT is back, baby! Um, uh, <laughs> Phoenix used the word chuggy tonight. Morrow wasn't there, so they had to have somebody say it, I guess. Because they talked about it on Stephen Colbert. So it's it's a thing now. Um, you know what else is a thing? Uh, NXT is, is great. I, I Please, please, people... Start watching the show. Start watching NXT. It deserves your viewership. What a great, great program NXT is. Um, uh, The distraction finishes are going to be a problem. Let's not make a habit of those if you haven't already. But there there appear to be so many awesome directions that NXT can go from here. If I haven't said it yet, I'm your host, Alex Pulowski. I I, I do this here. Um, Please subscribe to Fightful Select. That's how the best way to support you people at Fightful, including myself. Also, uh, please um, do uh, send in a super chat, and then we'll talk about the thing that you say when you say it. and then we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the thing that you say when you say, I'm sorry, I'm delirious from watching The Thick Boy 
become your new NXT champion, NXT North American champion. Uh, I've been, a, I've been a, a fan of his for a while and I'm very excited about it. Uh, WWE Mark says the women's tag scene is the only meh thing right now. And that honestly is only because they don't have uh, enough women's tag teams, which is probably why you shouldn't have done that in the first place. My big thing is they got to get the riot squad down there to, to, to run with uh, Candice and Indy and Ember and Shotzi and, and, um, Apparently Raquel and Dakota want want them back, but that's it. That's all you have. You have nobody else. Because sorry, I'm not I'm not counting Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea. I'm not counting uh, Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro. I'm not counting them yet. Uh, but you know who I am counting? Prematurely, certainly. The 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 episode of NXT begins with a match. Uh, set up oh, oh, uh, last week and the week before. Uh, Zoe Stark versus Tony Storm. And it's everything we could have hoped for. These two women work great together. Uh, super chemistry. They're so fantastic to watch. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big, big fan uh, of, of both of them. And um, I... I wanted to say that um, I'm watching them in the ring and they just, it's, it's like they were born to wrestle each other. They're just, they fit perfectly. So I thought um, let's, let's, I'm pitching this in my brain and then now out to everybody else who's, who's watching and listening because their first match, this, the first match actually was at the takeover a while ago. That was good. This was better. Don't worry, we'll get to the finisher in a second. Because that was like, yeah. Um, uh, but um, let's see Tony Storm and Zoe Stark have like a, a best of five series. Because their matches are so great, why not like make it official? Uh, now it's tied at 1-1, so three more matches. Regal makes this. And by, by the end, they, they develop a kind of grudging respect for each other. And then Regal forces them to be a tag team because he needs one more tag team for the big tag team four corners match or some shit. I don't know. You know what I mean? He's got to have one more tag team. He's like, I'm picking you two to be a tag team. He's like, we don't like each other. Um, you work very well together. You work very well together, Miss Stark and Miss Storm. So I'm making you a tag team. And I'm going to give you a tag team name right now. And your name, your tag team name is Tony Stark. Bum bum bum. No, but I don't think they should actually have that name. Although that would be fun. It would pop me. But I do think they should be a tag team one day because they're really, really great together. Uh, I think they should wrestle against each other for a while because those are good. But... Uh, eventually I'd like to see how they work in tandem um, because the end of the match, by, by the way, Stark is so, so great. And I, I, I feel like they're definitely grooming her for uh, maybe a year from now uh, to, to, to maybe be there, become a champion. Um, Tony storm hits the storm zero on her, which nobody kicks out of. Uh, and Zoe Stark does kick out of it. 
And then Tony Storm's like, well, I guess I better bring something else out of my arsenal I have never tried before. Something no one has ever tried before. I think I'm going to try to murder Zoe Stark. So she does like a judo hip toss. And in the middle of it, she like switches her position and drops down underneath a falling Zoe Stark and and drops her into an Impaler DDT. It's one of the most disgusting looking finishers I've ever seen. Like, there is no way to really guarantee that you're protecting the person you're doing that move to. They just have to trust that they're not going to get an impacted spinal cord. Um, I don't know what we're going to call that, but um, uh, uh, death? death from above like i don't that was that was that was crazy gosh i i i loved it um and and this is why we have an amazing um uh opportunity uh, opportunity to see where this women's division goes like uh, it's the reality of nxt that people get called up to the main main roster even though they don't call it that anymore that's Still what it is, as long as Vince is there. So the reality of the situation is people are going to get called up. I wouldn't wish that on anybody right now, considering what's going on. You might get eaten by a zombie. You never know. What's going on with the creative up on the main roster, if you could even call it that, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy's dead dog. But, the reality of the situation is we're going to lose some people to the main roster over the course of the next several months, a year, forever. And when those people move up, there are already so many people uh, on both the men and women's side ready to move up and, and, and take that spot. Um, uh, so I'm very, very excited about it. Uh, the Nerd Guru says, aside from ho- some hokey finishes, another kick-ass episode of NXT, cage match rocked. Happy for Bronson, but my guy Swerve going to need that title, though. Uh, he's going to need all the titles. We're going to talk about Hit Row um, and why that is the best goddamn thing under the WWE umbrella right now, aside from Roman Reigns. And I mean, that's he's kind of in another, another category. Anything he touches on Friday nights turns to gold, Cesaro included, Jimmy Uso, Jey Uso, all that stuff. Uh, but certainly hit row is already the best thing on Mondays or Tuesdays, uh, considering how they booked poor Lashley last night. Um, by the way, if you guys enjoy uh, me talking about something I love, which is NXT, uh, perhaps you'd like to hear me talk about something I hate, which is raw. And you can tune in to Fightful Select, subscribe if you have not, uh, after the show and, and hear me, uh, just, just, just yell. Uh, it's it, people seem to like it. Apparently, I make some jokes in there. I don't know. I go into kind of a fugue state where my mind just is a blur. That's how angry I am. But apparently, I crack some jokes in there, so that's good. Um, the Nuguru also says that the prime target for Cross Balor 2 was Absolute Flames. My God. Having Heyman and McAfee in there, even name-dropping Reigns, made it so special. Um, yes, kudos to kudos to that uh to the to the production team they always make these things so so great um 
Uh, and I, yes, I did, I loved McAfee in there and Heyman, everybody, you know, being part of the interview process. Um, I, I am, I am firmly of the belief that this is all a giant bait and switch and the match never has a clean finish next week. I'm, I am nearly a hundred percent sure of that. So we'll talk more about it in a second. Um, I saw something here I missed. No. Um, so, uh, yes, uh, Matthew McCoskey asks, um, ready for those bucks, Alex? Gosh, um, never. Because I, I, I'm a nervous wreck when my Milwaukee Bucks are in the playoffs after the last couple of years. Uh, high hopes. All I can say is they don't have Eric Bledsoe anymore. So they're already a better team than they were the last two years in the playoffs. Um, <laughs> if Drew Holiday doesn't just fall down on his face, kicking the ball into the stands 15 times a game, he's already better than Eric Bledsoe. Um, do, do you think we get Regal versus Gargano at TakeOver? Uh, it would be very good. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't think we get that. It'd be great. I'd love it. I don't think that Regal is going to going to do that again. Uh, <laughs> it would be nice. Uh, okay, uh, because I'm uh, blanking. Um, yes. So there's a um, Frankie Monet makes her her presence known after um, uh, after Storm gets her victory in standing tall. Frankie Monet stands at the top of the ring, and she's. She's there. Um, she, uh, Storm doesn't like it, uh, and she poses on the stage. And um, so I don't, I don't know what we're doing with Frankie Monet yet. And I like that. I like not knowing. We're going to talk about in a, in a little bit not knowing what they're doing with Pete Dunn just yet. Um, and I like that too. Um, I I believe. In my soul, I have to believe that NXT knows what they're doing with Frankie Monet and Pete Dunne, um, but they want us to question, to be like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where this is going. That's good. Frankie Monet uh, has taunted um, all the baby faces backstage. Um, well, she's also uh, come into contact with uh, Dakota Kai and, and Raquel Gonzalez, who I think are heels again. I'm not sure. But that's also kind of good. Um, also, uh, she's uh, now she's coming out there and uh, talking to Tony Storm, who's been presented as nothing but a heel. Um, and she's taking her shine. Storm doesn't like that. Frankie Monet is making a lot of enemies. I, they haven't said yet who her first match is going to be against next week. It may be just like a squash, somebody, like a Jesse Kamea, something like that. Something to show off what she can do. Uh, I don't think it's going to be like a Saray thing where she... Um, like comes out and like does all of her stuff and has like a 15, you know, a 12 minute banger with uh, Zoe Stark. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be more like a, Hey, this is, this is this new person. Uh, we're treating her more as a personality than an in-ring performer right now. And you'll see her in-ring performing stuff later. I think is what they're going to do with her. Uh, Mackenzie Mitchell is talking with backstage with uh, Roman Dizzo walking wild. Santos isn't there. Um, which is like, okay, cool. He gets a night off. That's fine with, for Santos. Um, but, uh, he, they, they want, they want a title shot from MSK and then Tommy and Timmy show up 
And Timothy Thatcher points at them and says, El Gato no tienes uh, zapatos. But he says it like this. El Gato no tienes zapatos. And then he slowly, sheepishly lowers his, his finger and says, the cat does not have shoes. And he just says it like that, which is, which, is a, which is an actual translation of what he said. I thought they were going to do a thing when he said, El Gato no tiene zapatos. I thought they were going to have him think he was saying something intimidating and, and have uh, uh, Legato de Fantasma go like, no, dude, you, you said the cat didn't have shoes. Um, maybe, it's, maybe the cat is Wade Barrett. Oh, I get it. It's a big conspiracy, right? Because everybody in NXT loves those. Uh, hey, uh, the Wade Barrett is El Gato, and he doesn't have any shoes because Tommaso Ciampa stole him, and he's going to use the shoes, to... but he didn't. That'd be great, though, if he actually had used the shoes that he stole from El Gato to win the match that he had. They they challenged uh, Legato to Fantasma because they both, they also want a shot at MSK. So uh, they have a they have a match later, which is good. We'll talk about that when we get there. Um, so Cameron Grimes, uh, he, he 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 rides in the parking lot and he tosses his keys to Jake Atlas because he thinks Jake Atlas is, um, you know, a valet. And it's like, no, 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 no. Uh, the uh, it's Ted DiBiase's spot. You can't park there. Uh, and everybody is everybody's laughing at them. They go, like it's an episode of Saved by the Bell or some shit. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and so Grimes challenges Atlas to a match, uh, and then he throws some money at him because that's what you do. Um, so uh, Myron Kidd. Says uh, didn't get the praise of Tony Storm's new finisher on social media. She can break someone's neck if she, if not executed well. She should ditch it. Well, I don't feel like she tried it for the first time in the ring tonight. I feel like that's something that she's been working on backstage uh, quite a bit. You are right in that it, it appears to be very dangerous. Um, I feel like if it was. Uh, like if it hadn't been executed perfectly every time she tried it, they wouldn't have let her do it on TV in case, you know, she paralyzed Zoe Stark. Um, it does appear to be a very dangerous finisher. I'll be interested to see who she can apply that to. I don't think she could do that if she, if she, for some reason, if she, for example, were to get a title shot versus Raquel Gonzalez. I don't think she could do that move with the same uh, uh, perfection uh, as, uh, as she did it uh, to Raquel, as she did it to Zoe. So we'll see, but I, I, I take, I take your concern to heart because my first thought when I saw it was, Oh God, that was a total botch. Uh, like she was trying to do a, a thing and then like, no, it wasn't a botch. She, that was a, she, that she meant to do it because that was the finish. I didn't. I thought that Zoe was going to kick out of it because it wasn't the finish, uh, but yeah, some good stuff. Um, it looks like it hurts anyway. Um, <laughs> J.K. Schwal 
uh, is sending me some money for uh, – because he's also a fellow Bucks fan because he also hates, hates Eric Bledsoe. Man, when we signed Eric Bledsoe, I thought he was going to be the missing piece, and it turns out he was to a second-round exit. Uh, <clears throat> so um, there's a there's an, a, another there's a, there was there was a lot of outside of the ring stuff tonight, which isn't bad because I felt like most of the segments were pretty good. Uh, it was just a, there was a less less wrestling than I thought we were we were going to be getting, but the wrestling we got was pretty good. Um, bad finishes, but we'll take we'll talk about that in a second. Um, so Indy and Candace are having a spa day because you should, you treat yourself. Sometimes you need to treat yourself. Um, I think it's, a, I think it's a good idea, uh, personally. Um, but, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I, I, am. Um, I was a, 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 a fan of this little, interaction um with with candace they've they got the little cucumbers over their eyes and the, the the face masks and they're getting massaged and i don't i don't is does does that was that is that dexter loomis's day job is he a, a masseuse at a spa because it feels like he's he's very um conspicuous and we know he doesn't talk because he's never talked so if he walks in and he, and, he, and he, I don't know, chokes out a guy to steal his uniform, uh, his masseuse uniform, and then he starts massaging ladies, you'd think one of the other masseuses would be like, hey, are you new? I haven't seen you here before. And then Dexter Lewis would just like stare in mustache and, and, and be like, I'm going to call security. Like, I'm pretty sure that's how that would actually work, but I'm willing to suspend my disbelief because, hey, two days ago I watched zombies uh, as, as, as lumberjacks. And this was definitely not as um, impossible to believe as that. Um, but uh, she, she says, thanks. Indy says, thank you for, for t- turning me around on Candace. I can't believe that, um, that I thought that, like, I even like that loser. Um, what a creepy! He just stares at me every time he sees me. Thank you for helping me see the truth. And then Loomis is very sad, and he walks away. Uh, we'll get another thing later, where the massage is over. This is much later in the night, where the massage is over, and um, and we get uh, <laughs> their their you know the massage att- attendant. Spa attendant comes and says, uh, "I'm sorry, uh, Miss Loray, your um, your card's been declined." Like, no, I just run it again. No, I did. I ran it a bunch of times, and I called the the credit card company. There's a charge on it that hasn't been paid. It's like, oh, it was Austin. He orders so many pizzas on that thing, and I'm like, he does. Man, he's got a great physique for a guy with so many pizzas. And uh, she's like, no, it wasn't that. It was a floral thing. And Candice LeRae apparently forgot to pay. See, always use cash because then there's not a paper trail. That's that's something that's right there. You got to think of it. Uh, so Indy puts two and two together, realizes that uh, Dexter didn't send the flowers to to Ember and Shotzi. It was Candace who did it the whole time. You know what this means? And I think Candace thought that Indy was going to punch her. Uh, but then she's like. 
He still loves me, says Indy. Uh, so it looks like we get the return of Index, which is the ship name that the Benefer is back apparently after I don't know how what 15 years more Benefer. I don't think they can hold a candle to Index though. Um, I, 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 I do think that, uh, uh, Candace and Indy are, are, are really coming into their own as, as comedic personalities. I think it works. Um, so there's a, um, oh, hold on a second. I'm going to do a couple of super chats. Please, everybody send super chats so I can have more, uh, <laughs> tangents that I'll jump off on and, you know. Uh, maybe we'll get back to talking about NXT at some point. I'm not sure. Uh, the Nerd Guru says, with Miz injured, uh, send Morrison to NXT to team with Frankie against Johnny and Candice. Give me all the matches with those couples. Uh, the Nerd Guru, I like the way you think. That's a, a great idea. Um, yeah, uh, Miz, of course, is out for seven to nine months. Uh, Torres ACL in the zombie uh, match. Uh, like, what a great way to write a guy off, though. Here's the thing. Like, Morrison on Sunday also got eaten by zombies, but he was on Raw the next day. So um, uh, more zombies uh, devoured Miz than devoured uh, Morrison. And you know if Miz had been healthy, he would have been on Raw the next night. So I'm very glad. It's a great way to write somebody off TV. Eaten by zombies. So, you know. It's right up there with like Poochie died on the way to his home planet. It's right up there. You write a character off 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 TV forever. Uh, I don't think forever. Uh, Miz will be gone just long enough for us to, to forget about how much we were annoyed by him. And when he comes back, he'll get a hero's welcome. Nir Guru, great, uh, um, great point. Send Morrison to NXT. I mean, do it just. Because Morrison would get a chance to shine more uh, in NXT than he would on the main roster. Because uh, now he's just he's going to lose on main event to Mansoor. Um, so the prime target package for Balor and Cross, again, very, very good. I, I loved Heyman in there. Like, uh, you want me? I, I'm very famous for doing not predictions, but spoilers. But Cross versus Finn Balor, that's too close to call. Um, uh, he, he mentions Roman, uh, like wondering what's going to happen. Uh, it, so they're teasing a lot. Loser goes to SmackDown in this little, um, what they call it, prime target. That's they appear to be teasing. Loser goes to SmackDown as the stipulation for this match. Um, man, if there is anything that could slow the roll of Roman Reigns. It's, it's having matches with Karrion Cross. I, I can't think of anything I would like to see less than that. I mean, I could see I could, a lot of things I could like to see. In regarding to Roman Reigns, like you got people on that, on that roster you can do stuff with. Uh, Big E needs a damn universal title uh uh program 
before Cross does. Can we not? Uh, can we just put Cross on Raw so I can actively hate it? Um, but I feel like Phil and Balor is probably going to lose. And if he goes to SmackDown, this Finn Balor, the one we've seen in NXT, if they let him be this guy and not like super happy flip up the collar of my leather jacket guy uh, on the main roster, if he gets to be this Finn Balor against um, against Roman Reigns, yeah, you can sign me up for that. I'd, wa- I'd watch that every Friday, sure. But... I, I I'm not super excited about the match next week because I don't know. It just it just feels to me that you did this huge video package, a, a prime target for like a for a, 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 a it's a it's a Tuesday. It's like just it's just a Tuesday. It's an episode of NXT. There's not like it's not Tuesday. It's not Halloween Havoc or. Great American Bash when they did those on a regular episode of NXT. It's an episode of NXT. And I feel like you could have just waited three weeks for the takeover. If it's that if it's this big of a thing, it feels like you would have waited. You pushed it off three weeks to the takeover. Like it's not like you'd never do that for other things. Certainly you make big matches six weeks ahead of time all the time. Um it feels like you could have pushed this back. So the fact that you didn't makes me believe almost 100% that there's no clean finish to this match. There's some kind of uh, interference. There's not even going to be a pin. It's going to be a, a, a disqualification or something. My, my, my thought had been, um, before everything happened tonight, that we were going to get Gargano... Um, and uh, uh, sorry, Dunn and Kyle O'Reilly, maybe Adam Cole and uh, and Balor against Cross in some multi-man ladder match type of thing. That's what I feel like. It just it feels like that's a kind of thing that they would do um, uh, for NXT, um, considering how they're booking all of these guys as saying that they each have a claim to be the next champion um, or the next uh, challenger. It doesn't make any sense to me to do to do Cross versus Balor with a definitive winner, with only three more weeks, two more weeks really out because you got to figure that's the last match of the night next week. So then they have two more weeks, really, right? Two more weeks between that they have two more episodes of NXT to like plug in a brand new challenger for the takeover that they have on on July thirteenth or June thirteenth, the in your house. It's just that's just not enough time. It's just to me, it's just not enough time to like plug in somebody, right? It just they could do that, but I I really hope they don't. I feel like they need to tell a, a more of a cohesive story to get another one on one match versus Cross. What do I know? I'm just the guy on the internet. Um. So we get our our uh, uh, Jake Atlas. Um, Cameron Grimes match. Um, and Cameron Grimes is immediately the biggest heel in NXT because he, he calls for his own music to be cut. And every time that music comes on, I just want to... It's really... It's great. Um, don't... Don't ever 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have danced. It's my fault. But it is a it's a it's a very fun song to 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 bob your head to. And he's like, "No, cut the music." I was like, "Oh, Cameron, you hurt my feelings." But he says, uh, he, "He everyone finds it funny how the million dollar how, how Teddy Biasi keeps embarrassing everybody." Right here's the real million dollar man. Um, and uh, so uh, it's just it just shows um, a video package up on the screen of a uh, million dollar man, some, some, some bigger moments from his career and then a bunch of losses that he took. Um, uh, but I think there's a, there is a huge demographic that they, they play to um, or that they're trying to play to that may not have uh, seen a lot of million dollar man matches. Cause that, that them shits was, 30 years ago, 30 plus years ago. So um, perhaps it's just like a refresher. Hey, you know this uh, old bearded dude I've been doing skits with? Yeah, this is who that guy is, just in case anybody didn't know. Um, so um, the match between Atlas and Grimes is 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 fine. Um, you know, I I really love. I've been a fan of Grimes since he was in his Trevor Lee stage, and Atlas is again. He's one of those guys that you can just plug in wherever you need him to be. Bronson Reed was that a year ago. I'm not saying Jake Atlas a year from now is going to be North American champion. I'm saying Bronson Reed was a guy who could take losses if you needed him to, who could who could beat a guy if you if you wanted that to further the story. You could do anything with Bronson Reed. And I was like, I like that guy. I hope he finally gets a push and gets to be a champion one day. And look where he is now. So Jake Atlas like takes a loss uh, a couple of weeks ago to, L- to LA Knight, I think. Uh, and then he's able to beat uh, Cameron Grimes. Tonight, um, he's he should be winning more matches because he needs to get he needs more eyes to be on that crazy cartwheel DDT thing that he does off the top rope. Uh, he hasn't. I don't think he's won a match with that or successfully hit it on anybody in months. It's too beautiful a move to like keep under wraps. Let's let's find him some guys he can beat every now and then so he can he can drop that on somebody and we can all go damn like the first time we saw it. Um so uh Grimes is able to hit his crazy uh, crossbody It's a it's like a Spanish fly crossbody thing that he does off the ropes you've seen it before. Every time he does it I feel like he did it to like he's the one who got hurt from it but he never is. Um, and he's waiting in the corner for Alice to give us so he can, he can do his big cave-in move. But then Million Dollar Man comes out, and comes out there, and Grimes is distracted. So Atlas uh, gets gets the roll gets the roll up. Um, there were there were a bunch of these on Raw uh, uh, last night, um, uh, and I I hate distraction um, distraction finishes distraction roll ups the most. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. This is the one case 
where that where that kind of finish makes sense. You're saying, well, I thought you hate them. I do because we see them all the time where they don't make sense or they're not needed or they don't fit a story. It's just there because you've got nothing else. You can't figure out some other way for some guy to win or lose. Cameron Grimes is obsessed with Ted DiBiase. He, he, he can't stand that guy. We know from an earlier skit that Ted DiBiase is going to show up today. So Cameron Grimes in the ring sees Ted DiBiase, who we knew was going to be here anyway, shows up on like he he was he was due to be here here he is Cameron Grimes is obsessed with with Ted DiBiase so he stops what he's doing and goes hey I I hate you uh, and it it causes him to lose the match this finish in a vacuum without the context of it being like I don't know the seventeenth distraction finish that they've done this week would be fine. We need to get them to do the rest, to to not do the rest of the distraction finishes so that things like this feel, don't feel like it's, God, another distraction finish. If it's one you do every three weeks and it makes sense for the character to be distracted, not like, oh, I don't know, Randy Orton, who has more matches than anyone ever in like the last 20 years of, of WWE to like, be distracted by a trombone like he's got the highest ring iq of anybody because he's just been in so many damn matches randy orton doesn't get distracted by a by a trombone this this is what we need real distractions by people who would be distracted by the person who's distracting them it's great um so then grimes uh (laughs) Thinks he might try and go and punch Atlas, but then he's like, "No, I'd I'd rather go and punch uh, Teddy Biasi." So uh, he he runs backstage the way that I try and jog. I'm a big fat guy, and I I I gotta get my arms pumping so that I can keep moving. Um, uh, for 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 those of you wondering, I, I'm good for about hundred yards, and then I'm done. Then it's walking for the rest of the way, but I'm getting better. Um trying to go for a walk every day you got to do it uh, at least that's what my doctor tells me anyway um so he's chugging back there stumbling back and he's going he finds the limo out front and he tries to pull on the door and ted dibiase didn't lock the door ted dibiase was supposed to lock the door because the door slightly opens and cameron grimes shuts it again then puts his own hand over the door frame so that when he pulls on the door handle, it won't open. Because apparently Ted DiBiase couldn't figure out where the lock button was. Uh, but he's like, uh, I, I'm telling you, kid, you know, uh, you're still no million dollar man. And he drives off again. And next week they're going to have a face off in the ring. And here's what I want. I want a double turn. Cameron Grimes is so damn lovable. He really is. Like he's just, he's lovable. I mean, he's a heel now, and I get it. But all you have to do is find somebody you hate more than Cameron Grimes, and he's instantly a babyface because he's just so much fun to watch. And like all of his move set is way more babyfacey than than heel. So um, it'd be kind of great 
if we had an opportunity to um, cheer for him. So I don't think Ted DiBiase is getting in the ring and having a match. Um, so I think um, that it's he should have a champion, a guy who is um, paid by Ted DiBiase to to have matches. The same way like he bought Andre the Giant all those years ago. He should, he should buy somebody. And I don't know exactly who I would do. I mean, the guy I'm thinking of is L.A. Knight. Because L.A. Knight seems like the kind of guy who loves money. L.A. Knight's a definite heel. You can't root for a guy like L.A. Knight. So L.A. Knight versus Cameron Grimes with a whole bunch of money on the line would be a, would be a lot of fun. I think you could you could easily put make that away, and you could you could do kind of a little double turn for Cameron Grimes. I I, I appreciate it. Um, Bronson Reed talks about his thing before the, the his his uh, the cage match before the cage match. A little interesting note: his first ever match uh, was um, was against was first ever match was fourteen years ago. Fourteen years ago. Today, um, I—that's really cool storytelling. Fourteen years ago was his first match, and this he becomes North American uh, champion uh, on this day. I thought it was a was a really really cool little tidbit, some fun stuff to do. Um, it's like it's your, but other than that, it's your standard. I have a big match today. I'm going to win it. And later, Johnny Gargano has the same basic thing. I have a big match. It is it is my championship, and I will defend it. It's just, it's boilerplate stuff, but I did appreciate uh, the little symmetry of uh, first match um, ever. Eight, uh, 14 years later, big match. Like that. Really good. Um, <clears throat> Evan Wright says, I wish the zombies would devour Vince one day. We can only hope. He also says, Evan Wright says, haven't been all that interested in NXT since the Tuesday move. This week was the first that I really enjoyed. Well, to each their own. I've been really enjoying a lot of them. Uh, I love your reviews, though. Well, thank you, Evan. Uh, Appreciate that. Remember the Fightful Faithful from way back. Um, So, Evan Wright asks, um, thoughts on the new Kylo Riley shirt? I have seen it. I have thoughts. It's a, it's um, it's an X-ray of uh, of a man's foot, and through the heel bone is like a Captain Hook hook, like a like a hook. It's a hook, like a Captain Hook hook. You know what I'm talking about. And and it says heel hook, which would be a bad shirt, even if Kyle O'Reilly was known for winning all of his matches via heel hook. But he's been winning his matches via knee to the back of the head. Like if he won all of his matches via heel hook, and that was like the most feared submission in NXT, and then you did this kind of a shirt, it would still be a bad shirt. <laughs> but because you're not doing that, it's not a good shirt. 
uh, at all. And that's that's it's a da- it's not a good shirt. Did did nobody tell the people who were designing it that Kyle O'Reilly doesn't win a lot of matches via the heel hook? Somebody should have told them that. Um. So uh, Arash Markazi is now a guy who interviews people for NXT. Um, interviews Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne never insults the interviewer. He doesn't talk shit about the fans or anything. he does say I don't care a lot, but that's 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 just Pete Dunne. I, I feel like Pete Dunne can't say a lot of things without saying also I don't care. It's just Pete Dunne. Uh, he he has to he has to work it in every fourth sentence. But he talks about how he's the baddest guy in NXT. Uh, he's already beaten Kushida. I I, I, haven't pro- I don't have to prove anything. But as far as I'm concerned, that title's there. I could go back and I could get Walter. I could go after uh, North American Championship if I wanted it, uh, or I could go after Carrying uh, Cross. I do whatever I want. I'm Pete Dunne. I don't care. Um, but he did it in a way that was like kind of affable. Like a seemed like a decent guy, which we've never seen from Pete Dunne. Like even when he was like a babyface working alongside, um, uh, uh, working alongside uh, Matt Riddle. Remember the what were they? What were they called? I forgot what they called them. Uh, the Broserweights. That's right. Um, he was still not a nice guy. He was a, he was a, he was a he was a bad guy that we we cheered for because he was friends with a with you know with an idiot. Um, in in this in this case, um, uh, uh, he's just a he's just a he just seems like a a decent fellow who yes tries to break people's fingers, but there's nothing heelish about this interview. Um, he talks about his influences or whatever. Um. So it just it felt like they were gonna they were priming us to not be weirded out when they turn Pete Dunn babyface, which is interesting. Definitely a direction for him. Um. Then we got an interview with Bobby Fish. Uh. Uh. Who who says, um. I didn't come to to save Kyle O'Reilly last week. I came because I have unfinished business because Oni Lorcan and Pete Dunn helped put me on the shelf since War Games, and I have vengeance on my mind. I'm coming after you guys. And when you have Bobby Fish, who... Are we supposed to root for him? Like we are, right? Because he's friends with Kyle O'Reilly, and Kyle O'Reilly's a good guy now. Cool Kyle. Um, He's got a bad shirt, but he's still cool Kyle. Um, so are we supposed to root for Bobby Fish? Because if so, he's got a match next week versus Pete Dunn, where he's looking for vengeance. And Pete Dunn just did an interview where he made himself seem like a nice dude. So I feel like we're probably going to get another double turn. Like, are we going to not like Bobby Fish by the end of the match next week and like Pete Dunn? Like, will that be a a firm thing we're going to do? Because if so, I'm kind of down for it. Uh, uh, I'm, 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 I'm kind, of, I'm kind of down for it. Um, yeah. Uh, Alexander Wolf versus Killian Dane. We're supposed to get that match last, this match last week, but we're getting it this week. Um, 
they I feel like they don't there's not they can't talk as much about sanity as they would like to. They mention it, but they I, that would be like the entire story for this if I was producing this match. The fact that these guys you know used to be brothers basically and now they they don't you know like each other anymore. Um so it's it's tentative. I mean, Dane is just he can't hit anybody softly, but it doesn't it doesn't feel right. Uh mostly because they're only building to the to this to the ending spot. Um uh Dane is able to uh is he has to um tangle with uh with uh with um both the guys on the outside and then uh Bartell tries to pass a chair to Wolf. Wolf dithers a bit on whether or not to use it and then uh takes a big old swing at um at uh Achillean Dane. Well, the ref tries to get it from the, the chair from Wolf first. And then he tries to, he runs at Dane with his over his head and gets hit with, you know, the giant cross body um and hits a pin. Uh and Dane and Drake celebrate. Drake Drake was very Still very paranoid throughout the, the match, but now he realizes that 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 Killing Dan is his friend. Friendship is magic. We're here for friendship. Um, and then that's it. They leave, and Bartell and Eichner get in the ring, and they help Wolf to his feet and say, "No, you stand in front of us while we do our little hands behind the back pose." And I was like, "Oh no, they're gonna jump Wolf," and they did. And I'm like, Wolf did try to hit Dane with the chair, guys. Like, it'd be one thing if he had blatantly refused to use the chair, but uh, he didn't. He tried. Um, and uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know what they're doing here. I don't know if they're actually jumping Wolf out of the gang or or what. But um, but yeah, they're they get lots of booze. They have their big double team move on him. Um. So there's an interview with Dakota Kai and uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, they talk about the thing that happened after the match uh, last week where uh, Raquel and Mercedes um, have a, a little respect moment. And Dakota was like, I would have kicked her in the face. Um, but we want our tag titles back, they say now. Um, and then Everise interrupts, and they they plug their social media show, and they say that they um, there's no way you're going to get your tag titles back because Ember and Shotzi have next. And then uh, and uh, you, you want to take a swing at me? Says one of the guys. I don't know which one he is. And then Gonzalez slaps him in the face and knocks him out. And so that's that's the joke. I don't know if we're going to get Raquel uh, versus a dude, but we might. Um, so, uh, yeah, this, uh, this to me, even though I really liked the, the cage match and even though I really liked that, that first women's match, um, uh, with, uh, Ciampa, uh, sorry, with, uh, Stark and Storm, Ciampa and Thatcher, uh, versus the Phantasma was so, so good. So great! I was, I'm, I'm a, I, oh man, I was a big, big fan. I'm seeing people saying they're buffering. YouTube is struggling. 
gosh, guys, I'm so sorry. I'm I've got full. F- I, I got all my bars. Um, so if there's if there's a problem, it's not on my end. It's not on stream Streamyard. Streamyard and YouTube are not having f- fun tonight for some reason. I, I appreciate it. Thank you for everybody who's able to stick around and, and listen to the show. I'm sure the show will be in its entirety uh, uploaded to YouTube in, in fine, no problem. So sorry about that. Um, <clears throat> so uh, Phantasma versus Champa and Thatcher is great. Champa and Thatcher just want to murder everybody. And, and Phantasma is like, yeah, I'm here for it. You can murder me. That's fine. Uh, Mendoza gets busted open. Uh, there's a lot of really good heart hitting action. Um, I, I, I really love this, this match. This was so, so good. And then not saying it doesn't make sense with the storyline, but we get interference and a distraction finish. Um, so cause they, cause GYV comes in and attacks Champa and lays him out on the outside leaving Thatcher to fend for himself. And so Legato de Fantasma get a victory over Tommy and Timmy. And uh, I'm not a fan of that necessarily, but I think Fantasma can get their shot versus MSK. They'll lose. And then maybe we'll get um, more. Um, Tommy and Timmy versus GYV again for that shot at the, um, if the tag titles, maybe the takeover, not sure. Um, I want to get to these super chats here. Uh, Sexy Pheasant says, I love you, Alex. Back at you. Uh, I want to tell you, you're not sour, but rather amazing, like Chianti wine from Tuscany. Uh, uh, you're my hit row. Well, thank you. I, I do uh, I do be fab, personally. Uh, and AEW News says, uh, oh gosh, I'm not going to try to pronounce that name. Uh, Gerbich. Um, in AEW News, uh, Komarodo powerbombed a person out of his gear. Well, that's something I'm going to have to check out because I do love me some unfrozen caveman wrestler. And uh, Ricardo Holt says that uh, Johnny helped uh, make Bronson look like a million bucks. He sure damn did. He sure damn did. <clears throat> I'm so sorry about the YouTube stuff, guys. It's it's uh yeah, that's 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 no fun, but not something we can control. So I'm gonna keep on going through this. Hopefully it'll all get uploaded fine and we can uh, you can catch it that's not on the stream. That sucks. Sorry about that, guys. Um So uh, we get Aaliyah versus, versus Ray. Uh, the Robert Stone brand is waiting there. Uh, Robert Stone is wearing a um, uh, a maroon z- uh, zoot suit. <laughs> it's it's uh, he Robert Stone turned into a 1930s pimp so gradually that I barely even noticed as it was happening. He's got a big wide brimmed fedora. And like pocket a pocket watch chain, and um, yeah, uh, it's it's a good look if you can pull it off. I'll say that uh, it's not a good look, and he can't pull it off anyway. Uh, Aaliyah versus Saray is is a foregone conclusion, uh, and Saray uh, is trying to be nice about it. She goes for a bow and everything, but Aaliyah kicks her, and 
You go back and forth. You go back and forth. Um, and Saray eventually takes control of everything, destroys her, hits her crazy suplex, um, uh, and then she goes to the pin. That's it. Um, there's a video message from Ember and Shotzi, and like, we want our rematch. And like, you, you lost clean. It was a, it was a street fight. You lost. You, you lost. Um, I understand there are no other tag teams, but you lost. So that's too bad. That's too bad. Um, yeah. Um, I guess there's nobody else. That's a problem, and probably the reason why you shouldn't have had your own tag titles at the, at the same time as there are up, up on the main roster. Yeah, don't, don't don't. You know what? You should you guys should go to the main roster and get those tag titles because anything we can do to get them off of Natalia and Tamina, that's good for me. Um, another little. Vignette for the Diamond Mine. Still don't know who it is. I, I you're gonna have to give me more than just um, vaguely MMA stuff and a logo for me to like really care about this. So, sorry, I'm not gonna speculate about who's in it. Well, we don't know anything about it yet. So, <clears throat> um, okay. So, Hit Row in action. They all come out and they're just they just ooze charisma, all four of them. God damn it, they're so good. They're so great. Jeez, they're so great. Um, so Asante the Adonis and Top Dollar have a tag match. Uh, and it's versus Tony Nice, former cruiserweight champion Tony Nice, and like the longest tenured 205 live guy to never be champion, Arya Davari. Um from and they're still on 205 Live, like firmly. Tony Nice could have been in NXT at this point, but he's on 205 Live, and that's all they're doing with him. Um, so these guys are established talents, and um, and Top Dollar just destroys these two dudes, just murders them. And Adonis looks great too, but like Top Dollar is Jesus. He like Nice is all smashed up and sitting in the corner, and um. Top Dollar reaches down and grabs him by the hand and then just like turns and just slings him over his head across the ring by his wrist. Like it's just brutal. He does some, he does a, like an amazing, like world's strongest man with two dudes um, uh, on him instead of just the one. It's pretty amazing. Um, I, yeah, it's so, so great. Yes, apparently Norm Zombies have attacked YouTube. Ugh, not not good. I do not know what the deal is, but it is not on my end, unfortunately. If it was on my end, it would it would suck, but it'd be something I could try and fix. I can't. I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna figure this out, guys. Um Top Dollar and Ashanti are great. Like Ashanti's going crazy, and Top Dollar's like, no, 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 just don't you don't have to kill him. That's my job. And then he goes back and smashes him up some more. These guys are so so great together. And and by the end of the match, which uh Top Dollar wins by doing like um 
he gets him up in like a draft, Death Valley driver position and he lifts him up and like drops him into a brain buster. Whew. It's great. Um, it's it's so so good. Um, I I love him. I love him. I've seen enough. Top top dollar Ashante together as the tag team. Swerve is so 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 good. And B Fab, if she can wrestle at all, she's got all the charisma and persona you need to carry everything else. Um, in a year, in a year from if I, in, I'm, I'll give them extra time. Fifteen months from now, if there has not been a period of time where Hit Row is carrying all of the belts, then Creative is screwed up. Somebody's made a grievous, a grievous error. You have to put all the belts on these people. They're so, so good. Um, gosh, I, I, I love it. Um, they're, they're just, they have, they've, they have, they immediately have it, which is a very hard thing to have in, in wrestling. But they they totally have it. They they do like a post match promo. All of them in the ring talking to the camera. Swerve is just so cool leading this group of killers. It's just awesome. Um, two weeks from now, says Regal, uh, Legado de Fantasma. I didn't agree with how they won tonight, uh, but they're number one contenders. Two weeks from now, they'll, they'll change uh, MSK. Um, and so he's he's bring he says he's bringing in new talent for the cruiserweight division. Please let that new talent be named Mustafa Ali. Please. Um, uh, but I, I yeah I do love him. Um, and then keeping an eye on the divisions. He's just basically like, I'm not sh-. basically saying, I have I have no idea who's going to challenge for the various belts at takeover next month. That's what he said. Um so uh steel cage match is everything you want it to be. Um uh Austin Theory gets involved all the time, so much so though that it makes the ref there's a ref standing right there on the outside, and he does nothing about it. Like, it made him look like he was being paid off by Johnny Gargano. Like, it made him look like such a chump. Ref, do your job. Send Austin Theory to the back. He's getting involved so much. Um, but uh, it's, it's, a, it's a good story. Bronson Reed, the big dude, um, eh, in there trying to, like, smash up uh, Gargano. Gargano always trying to escape. Um, uh, both guys take a lot of damage. Um, Bronson Reed does not go for a tsunami off the top rope, off the, excuse, off the top of the cage. Um, he does do a springboard, like he's standing on the ropes, not on the top rope in the in the corner, like on the ropes in the middle of the apron. Um, looks behind him because he just dealt with uh, Austin Theory. Looks behind him and sees Johnny Gargano crawling toward the door um and he just turns around like jumps and turns in midair to hit a tsunami to johnny gargano's back which is vicious 
And then he immediately walks over, shuts the door, climbs up to the top rope, hits another tsunami. And um, this is the one, two, three. Bronson Reed, your new NXT North American champion. It's a very good cage match, guys. Highly recommended. There's some really cool psychology, some great great storytelling in the ring. Um, Bronson Reed as North American champion, I think it's he's the right guy to do it because, again, I wouldn't risk this on anybody, but he's ready to be moved up. They they could use another heavy somewhere on the top on the top roster um, until Keith Lee comes back. They need they need they need somebody. God knows what's going on with Keith Lee, but they need somebody. Um, I, I keep saying Bronson Reed would fit perfectly as another member of uh, the Samoan uh, dynasty over on um, SmackDown. I know he's not Samoan. Uh, he's uh, Maori. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. That um, he's indigenous to the Pacific Islands. Um, but he certainly looks close enough for Vince. Um, and he'd be so, so great, uh, out there smashing up people at the behest of Roman Reigns. Um, especially if what appears to be going to happen and that Jay and Jimmy are going to break out on their own and be a tag team. Well, if that's the case, then Roman needs somebody else to be his muscle and this guy'd be perfect for it. So if if they're going to do that with Bronson, then Swerve is perfect to slide into that role and become North American champion, man. Um, he really is. Uh, I, I yeah he's, he's Bronson is keeping that belt warm for somebody, although I do love him. He's keeping that belt warm for somebody. <clears throat> um, I, yeah, I'm I'm a big I'm a big fan of this entire match. Uh, there's a lot of really great stuff here. Um. It appears to be that the, the the stream might be coming back online for people. Uh, if so, uh, that that makes me happy. Uh, uh, please try to watch the whole thing if you can. <laughs> Go back. It should all be there, I guess. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with what my broadcast was. It's just YouTube being wonky this evening. Perfect timing. Um, so, yeah, everybody... It, it, Get your final super chats in because we're go- we're gonna close up shop on this show, and then I gotta then I gotta talk about raw. Uh, but if if YouTube is not behaving properly, maybe I'll wait and do that uh, on another evening. Um, he's um, this is, NXT is in a really good spot with a lot of really great talent, a lot of really great things uh, going on. Um, they just got to stay away from those. They got to stay away from those distraction finishes all the time. It's just too much. Just too much. Um, Norm Summer says, glad Reed won. Cool. It was on 14th anniversary of his first match. Don't like escaping the cage is the way to win. Thankfully, we didn't come to that. I have, uh, Norm, you are so right. Climbing out of the cage, I'm fine with that. Always been fine with that. That's a, that is a way to win. A door, a door on the cage, and there's a ref there to, like, open it for you? Nah. No. I mean, no. I, I 
no. I'm sorry. I've never, I've never, ever, ever liked the convention of you get to walk out of the cage, just walk out of it through a door. No, it's either pin or submission in the ring or climb out to escape. That's the only way it should work. So I, I agree with you. I'm very happy that did not happen with this uh, show, with this epi- this match as well. Guys, uh, leave a like if if you would be so kind. I do appreciate it. It helps, you know, with the logarithms and the algorithms and the um, algorithm. Former vice president likes to get down with his bad self. Al Gore rhythm. Subscribe to Fightful Select. That's where you'll find me talking about Raw from last night and zombie matches. Um. Um, and then uh, tomorrow night uh, we got the the AEW show. Well, I will be talking probably with uh, with Sean Ross Sapp and Robert D. Felice. We 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 there's so many shows on at Fightful. Please thank you for thank you for your, for your support. We really appreciate it. Um, subscribe to the channel, this channel, if you haven't yet. You should definitely do that. And what do you do? Turn turn hit the hit the bell notifications. That's a thing. Notifications turned on. Appreciate it. It's it's a good thing. Uh, Thank you all for sticking out. uh, Sticking out if you could. If you did through the technical difficulties. Um, If if only there was a world without technical difficulties. But sometimes technology can be difficult. Um. Uh, everybody be safe out there. Um, there's just so much stuff going on in the world right now. Uh, um, love one another, if at all possible. That's what I always say. If at all possible, love one another. And take care. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll catch you on the flippity flip. Good night. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.